Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 188 of the Him A Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I really, I, I, I hate Twitter. I still say I hate Twitter. Um, every now and then, I, I do, I do peruse it, um, and I try not to comment on it because it just never works out. And once again, you know, I commented something about the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, just like a little whatever, and it turns into the this thing where I'm defending myself or I'm, I'm adding more to it, and it's. I guess part of me was like, hey, of course you're putting it on there and you know someone's going to react to it, so so shame on me. However, I, guess, yeah. I still defend my stance, and, and I want to put this out there. I, I told you before you came here, I go, every now and then we need to do what I consider like a quote-unquote hot takes episode. So um, we usually talk about the stuff that go, is going on in our lives currently, the week before, whatever. Uh, and not that we won't, but I just wanted to – a couple of these stories or situations that have popped up lately, I just wanted to talk about. So uh, we're just going to go down a different road for a little bit. I feel but, like we should get some credit for the uh, mental acrobatics of avoiding certain. Yeah, for sure. There's been some monumental stories that were like, well, anyways, uh, what's up with bendy straws, dude? <laughs> bendy straws are stupid. Like, well, like don't don't think we don't see these things. A lot of people will you know, send direct messages or whatever, say, Hey, you know, would you guys consider talking about, we'd love to hear you talk about politics more. Sometimes you dance around it (laughs) or less. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it at all, but is, and the Colin Kaepernick thing. And as far as uh, my hot take on it has zero to do with politics. It has everything to do with the fact that I have, have become so numb, just like most of the rest of the country. Um, I guess maybe they haven't become numb. I've become numb. So I'm just going to put myself out there and just say, when I say I don't care, I truly don't care. I mentioned it because like you said, I saw it. So it was brought to my attention. It's happening. Um, but I didn't give it a second thought. I was just annoyed by, by all sides. What I mean by that is I would not buy, not buy, you know what I'm saying? I I wouldn't buy or not buy. You would neither purchase nor nor, nor not purchase. Thank you. Uh, any product because somebody said, did, felt a certain way, took a certain stance, was sponsored by. I don't care about any of that. I mean, does anybody really care about any of it? You're I don't talking know. about. No, you're talking about like a material. Yeah, not so like, like not like I wouldn't listen to that guy or wouldn't watch that guy. No, I mean obviously if, you don't, like a, if I don't like a certain person, like I I can't stand Bill Maher. Now people in the past have said, "Hey, Dave, I know you are not you don't like politics or or you're not like left leaning and and I and right. you assume that Bill Maher is left leaning, whether he is or whether he isn't, whatever. Mm. But sometimes uh, you might like a Bill Maher episode because he's sort of an independent and he may come out this way or that way, or maybe he agrees with you or maybe he doesn't. Yeah. And my feeling is, is I just don't like him 
I don't think he's yeah. funny. I don't think he's entertaining. So I just don't watch him. Like I if, don't care about like people if he's, do. Like if he made a video message saying happy birthday to your daughter, you'd be like, yeah, just delete it. Yeah, like, right. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> right. So, so it's I, not always the content. It's just, yeah. I, I feel like um, same with Jimmy Fallon. I've said for years, I, I don't dig what the guy does. I have no no dog in the fight. I have no personal issue with Jimmy yeah. Fallon except for the fact that I don't find, I don't find him entertaining. So I don't watch him for entertainment purposes. If I see something online where somebody sends me a clip, I will watch it. And nine times out of ten, I'm like, I guess we just think different things about what's funny. Yeah. We, we gauge funny differently, right? Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, it does matter who it's coming from if you just don't want like that person. Yeah, well, I just feel like this. I'm not into it. So no yeah. big deal. And that's the same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Well, before I, you're done with Jimmy, well, okay, go just, ahead. No, just put a pin in Jimmy Fallon. Remind, okay. Bring him up later. Remind me to, to talk about Jimmy Fallon later. So Colin Kaepernick, to me, I don't care about his football prowess or his lack of football prowess or the fact that Nike decided to sponsor him or Nike decided to give him the Medal of Honor or whatever. Whatever deal has been stricken up because of uh, his political stance or his political kneel or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, So, again, like an idiot, uh, I felt like it was Mm. my... My job I, to to post something on 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 social media saying like I don't even remember what it was probably just what I said you know I don't care either way this just doesn't even it doesn't phase me and then um you know I have to defend and and I'm not angry I'm just saying like I have to defend like well you know do you or don't you because if you didn't care you wouldn't have put it yeah I get it I do get it that makes sense <laughs> so um but I mean I'm a human being like everybody else and every now and then. Stuff annoys me, so I just want to throw my two cents out you there. You wrote, and I, I quote, Colin Kaepernick is a mega douche. <laughs> I wouldn't buy or hesitate to buy. That's the best way to word that, by the way. I wouldn't buy or hesitate to buy a pair of fucking shoes based on that dickhead. I have a mortgage and two annoying kids to worry about. I'm out. Um, Yeah, I didn't think what you said was controversial or weird or out of character. I was just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought I, it made sense. I actually, I mean... I was just, all I was saying was is I I don't care to engage in the argument and regardless of what I do for a living who I am where I where I align myself politically where people align me politically has no no factor well, whether to, I buy or don't buy Nikes or destroy Nikes I currently own to steal a phrase from Corolla which I oftentimes do uh, it doesn't move the needle sure and it didn't really for me either. It moved. I like the movie where I just wanted everyone to know how annoyed I was, and I wanted people to know that again, no matter who you think I am or what you think I stand for, you're probably wrong. Um, I don't fall into any specific category, and this once again is just like I don't, I don't care if the guy likes the military, likes the police, loves judges, hates Bono. I, I really don't care. I mean. He doesn't pay my mortgage. He doesn't pay my car payments. He doesn't have to sit and listen to my kids try to, you know, my daughter try to read a, a seven-year or first-grade book, or help my son with uh, pre-algebra. So, like, it just doesn't phase me. I don't care. And and if I guess if you want to buy a product, uh, his take or their endorsement of him just isn't a big enough factor to nah. sway you one way or the other. Right? But how? But but how, what what has changed? You know, when people say like, well, it's it, the kneeling thing has changed. It's it started the discussion. The discussion has gotten us nowhere. Nothing has changed. People's opinions didn't change. The only thing that happened is 
some other controversy happened with Harvey Weinstein, and and then another one happened after that, and another one happened after that, and then one happened with Norm. Now, where we we just shift gears and we decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna like you said, put a pin in that. Yeah, we're gonna be angry about this, and then when that, this case is sort of cleared up or it's run its course, we're gonna go back to this other one. But you never go back. The wisest right. thing to do is to just if something happens involving you, if you're in any kind of controversy. Just keep mum for a minute. We'll get on something else. Well, don't you feel you know like... I mean, we, we'll forget. We won't go back to it. There are things as, as a human being that you can affect. And in my opinion, once again, uh, the things you can affect are things you can touch and things that are like close to you in proximity of yeah. you in your your specific like you can life. affect the length of your lawn. Right. I could affect, you know, how my child is going to prepare for a test. I can... I can affect what we're going to do for vacation. I can, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so that's, that's what I like to concern myself with. And yes, maybe I am the world's most uh, unfamous crank, but, but you know, that, that's not to say you can't look macro and it's not to say you can't like, you know, keep abreast of news. It's not, it doesn't mean you can't pay attention to big stuff, but just, but is that, I mean, well, again, no, I, but my thing is like, you pay attention to the big stuff, but how invested do you want to be in the big stuff? None, not. And that's the same thing with the yeah, president. I mean, Again, are we still worried about Russian involvement in the election? Are we still talking about that? Some people are very worried. Some people are not worried at all. I mean, I, mean, I don't see it pop up that often anymore. It oh, sounds it's, like dude, it is in the news today. It, I feel. Oh, well, yeah. I feel like we're also not talking. Or we're, we're no longer betting that impeachment is going to happen. It's just, I mean, the problem is the more, the more we dig in, the more unequal. An opposite force digs in. No matter no matter what side you are, like the only people listening to you and your viewpoint are the people that share your view. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the other the people, people just that, tuning you out or just want to argue to argue, but no one's changing their mind. So. Well, it's either the people that agree with you, or the people that vehemently disagree with you, and right. have been waiting for someone to Pretty walk into the ring so they can, sure. you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I. I'm not a hundred percent where you are to where like I wish I was a little bit envious of like I'd like to to disassociate from all of it, but I still pay attention. But I'm paying attention with with less energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I see it and I go, oh, the Russian, what? Yeah, it's sort of like it's the boy who cried wolf on all of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like okay, Hurricane Florence is coming. I'm sure it's going to be a crazy hurricane. But now they're calling it a monster hurricane, which is cool. Sounds awesome. But it's like For there's us, a, there's a storm. Our weather then there's a hurricane. Beautiful. Then there's like a super hurricane. Then there's like a super mega monster. Then there's like a colossal teenage mutant ninja turtle storm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you start to just it's the boy who cried wolf. As far as like, when I see an article that goes, this next thing proves Trump is a, and I go, ah. like if you don't already think he's that, or if you don't already disagree that he's that, like what do you what have you been doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you've already got a side. So I just. I don't need anyone to convince me he's bad, and I don't need anyone to convince me he's good. I've like uh, if I'm like a jury member, which I don't know if I am or not, but if I'm a jury member, uh, I've already made my verdict, right? So I'm good on all of it, unless it comes out that like all of it was lies and well, Trump's actually been like petting kittens when no one was looking. I feel like at this point you should just be deciding whether or not you would vote for him if he decided to run again. Anything outside of that is really. <laughs> just yeah. a waste of time. But if, but if at this, after this much exposure, you're still not sure, I don't think you should be able to vote. <laughs> I just think you should have it taken from you. If you've been exposed to any one person this often, 
and you just don't know what you think of that. Right. Like, what are you doing? What are right. you doing? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing with your eyes and your earballs? I will agree with you. Yeah. Uh, mm. Jimmy Fallon. But as far as Colin Kaepernick, oh, the the, the way I viewed it was, uh, oh, the same as you. As far as like, I don't really care. He's fine. If you want him to let him play football, let him play. If you don't want to, that's fine. It just doesn't 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 really move me. But well, the market determines his fate. If he was good, he'd be playing. Let's be honest. Well, his <laughs> argument is like I'm better than some of these guys that are playing. His but... argument is bullshit, and you know it. If he was that good, he'd be playing. Tom Brady would be playing regardless no, if, of any if... political stance that he had. I guarantee you, money talks and bullshit walks. My dad had a hat. I've heard that, that saying it. before. Yeah, no, I've heard that. But what I'm saying is. If he was Tom Brady, of course. He, he, but what he's saying is like, hey, uh, if if Tom Brady's a hundred quarterback rating or whatever, whatever it is, uh, then I'm like a fifty, right? He's saying like, I'm not great, but I'm better than some of these thirties that are starting. But you guys don't want the negative press and shit that's associated with me being like. He's saying like, if I'm mediocre to bad, that's better than some of the stuff you have. But because of my stance, you guys are are using that and not my playing ability. Well, but then my argument is like, well, they're allowed to. Well, right? yeah, let me take it back to, the, let me go micro on that. Uh, when we talk about, like, from my own experience, uh, you know, coaching Little League, when these parents decide to do their, their, you know, the Little League draft, I would say 65 to 75% of their decision-making is based on the parents, not the kid, not even the kid who's going to be on their team. Do you want to deal with the baggage that comes along with this kid? Right, right, he, right. You know, he may be a good player, but is he a whiny little bitch when he doesn't get his way? Is, is Are his parents constantly wondering why you did this and why you did that and thinking that they are also the coaches or managers, yeah. and are they a pain to deal with? And if that's that's the case, I guarantee you, I know for a fact, some kids that would be great on your team, they get passed up. Right. Because there's so much other stuff going. And sure. you know what? Life is unfair. Again, we we need to come back to this understanding that everything, and I tell my kids this every single day, when one kid gets something and the other doesn't. We've been saying it forever as long. I've been almost 42 years on this earth, and, 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 and nothing has changed. Life is unfair. It's political in the way that, you know, certain things you can uh, have the opportunity to obtain through tests and merit, right? But once you get to a certain level, Test and merit no longer matter. It's a popularity contest. Sell so yourself, yeah. That's part of the game. So if you don't understand that, like you said, maybe it's time for you to cash out and like you know go to Jupiter or get on one of those rocket ships <laughs> and go to you know opt to start your new, uh, yeah. a new uh, life anew on a. On well, I a- just feel like that. I don't know if that part's getting glazed over. I'm just not hearing it. Like when they talk about the argument, it's like you. He's not people. People are saying what you said. People that are anti Colin Kaepernick are saying what you said. Like, well, he's not good enough, and if he was good enough, he'd playing. That's true. If he was saying he's real good, but I think right. he's like saying I'm good enough to be like a backup or whatever. However, if you're proud of him for taking that stand, and again, I don't, I don't care one way or the other. But if you're proud of him for kneeling, and if you think that's such a brave and courageous thing, know that he did that. Oh, uh, when he did that, know that he did that. Um, knowing full well that he may get a ton of repercussions. Or if he didn't think that he would get blowback, then he wasn't thinking right. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, like if you want to be this hero and stand up for your rights or, or stand up for other people's rights, know that you may, like, die on that cross. Right. You've now become a professional philanthropist. 
Yeah, you're now like a pariah or whatever. But, right. but part of being that role means like you get screwed. Because if you didn't get screwed, you wouldn't be as much of a hero. Because we'd be like, everybody loves you, right? You got, yeah, you went to that fork in the road and you chose the direction you wanted to go. And so you yeah. cannot, anyone, and you, the argument can always be said, well, they're really not taking me because of the following reasons. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what you say. They're not, they're saying that's not the case. So there's really no proof. So you want to go out to a skills contest and challenge every other quarterback and say, see, I'm better than him. Yeah, but but there's more to it. Right. You know, how many, uh, was it, these, well, these basketball is- players back in the day, was it like uh, AI, like these guys that would like choke out the coaches or, you know, Michael oh, Irvin, the guys on the That was Sprewell. Sprewell. Um, but Iverson was also an issue. These guys all were like, you, you know, the, these personalities sometimes. Practice. Like, Talk like, about practice. Uh, uh, Rodman. Another guy. I was just listening to a podcast the other day where yeah. Rodman was supposed to be. Uh, they were talking about how Rod uh, DDP was on Joe Rogan. He's like Rodman was supposed to be practicing with the Bulls, but he was at a WWF event or WWE event. So like, the Bulls had to. They're know. watching him. They're like, "Where's Rodman?" They turn on the TV and there he is, like hitting DDP with a chair. But the Bulls had to know if we want sure. those eighteen rebounds, we have to put up with that. So that's the owners had to think about that. That's the price they decided that's to pay. The price they decided to pay. Now, if someone was like, "Look." Kaepernick is going to take a bunch of bad press and it's going to be booze in our stands. Um, but we think, you know, he's good enough to overcome that. Unfortunately for him, he wasn't good enough to overcome the bad press. That's where right. my line of thought and yours aligns. Sure. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, if he was awesome, yeah. this and shit that, would That's unfortunate because people will say, well, that's not fair. You know, if he was better, people would take him more seriously. And, yeah, I, that's I don't know. True. What to, I don't know. But what that's to, it. I don't know what to tell that's you. It, that's it, though. Where does that not exist? Where does that not exist? In what See, walk of life? In what in what job? In what anything does that does that right? Not how and it's it works? that balance. If Brady was super crazy with the stuff, he, like he would have to say, Aaron Rodgers would have to go out there and like uh, stab a potbelly pig on mm-hmm. live TV for them to think about benching him. You know what I mean? He's so good that they would have to. Well, this this is what well this is what how you know that you're you're right on the money. I watched the Bears game the other day, the Bears Packers game, oh, and, and I was just like, dude, how, how can I don't care that Aaron Rodgers, you know, it was funny because immediately when he gets hurt and he's out, everyone's like, oh my God, did you see that play? He's out for the season. He's out for the, he's being taken away. He's out you for the, you never know. And I'm like this. You never know. Dude ain't out for the season. Let's just, every, you, but know, all, you all, called all, it? No, but I'm just saying, all, yes, I did, but oh. only because of the fact that I know, <laughs> I know the luck of the Bears and I know oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, there's certain people out there that are true gamers. It's like, let me tell you something. He, at some level, he did walk off the field, like, although, limped a little bit he wasn't that bad hurt it wasn't Theismann you know it wasn't it wasn't so, like a compound fracture or some you know uh it wasn't any fracture yeah so yeah. that's what I'm saying is, is <laughs> right. and then he came and then he comes back and you hear have to hear Chris Collinsworth talk about like you know the, the greatest comeback the rise from the ashes he's he a said Phoenix, it was so, like know. watching uh John Williams I think uh compose the symphony yeah. and I, I mean, was like oh, okay I mean so, he's very good but but, but but you ask any true Bears fan you may have hatred in your heart because he's a bear killer but the fact of the matter is is like you can't you can't hate <laughs> the guy's amazing. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, he's super amazing. say say what you want, but if you're a Blackhawks fan and you know there's guys on an opposing team that are that are like I said coming and dominate the Blackhawks, you're like, man, I wish I was on my team. So it's just a mathematical formula which we need to work out. He would have to do X in order for team to get rid of him. Right. Like Colin Kaepernick would have to do Y. Like if Colin Kaepernick is 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 half do, as don't you Kaepernick, remember Nick. Uh, after the while the Bulls were in their heyday, it was like 
toward the end, though. I Didn't Scottie Pippen drive into a crowd of people and fire off a gun? Whoa, dude. I don't remember yeah. that. Old number 33? I mean, no that's tip what and I Pippen? I don't remember him doing <laughs> yeah. that. I can't remember. I, I, I could be incorrect on that, so, uh, you know, whatever. I don't fact check. But the fact is, yeah. is I, I remember there's been a lot of things that have happened over the years. He might have poisoned a well. I can't. I'm regardless i mean he lived it. through it and we moved on because yeah. back in those days it was like what do you what are you done for me lately everything it was like groundhog's day like we started new every day you know hey uh doc gooden slept through the 1985 86 <laughs> world championship parade <laughs> yeah all's forgiven man it is what he i mean it's his Fine. loss we're moving on we're gonna you know we want him to pitch the next year we want yeah. him to start out we want him to kick ass again yeah, you know Bill Romanowski. There, there are all these athletes that have done crazy things or have acted crazy on the field, and everybody goes like, "Yeah, this, this Bill." Yeah, this Dick Butkus. He Bill. steps on people's throats and you know and bites people and does this and that. And they go, "Ah, Stevie." Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of stuff people haven't lived through. I mean, like John Rocker had that thing years ago where he like made fun of a bunch of uh, minorities. Yeah, like, but, I mean, he a did bunch live of, through like, it. Is that a bunch of like blue things? But well, he was unpopular. But again, if he went out and pitched a no hitter, oh, for sure, it's gone. For sure. So you can be a dickhead. You just have to be good enough to be a dickhead. You need, okay, and I know we're, we're going to pivot to this uh, norm situation in one mm. second, but um, I feel like the from what I've seen historically, when you apologize, especially as a comedian or, you know, you said something that was, you thought was funny or humorous and, and, and the, the court of public opinion didn't feel that way. Um, when you come out and you completely backslide on what you say, yeah, that's when the the bar eats you. The bar, as in the bear. You know what I'm saying? That that that's when that's when you're. Are oh, you saying it like Loretta Lynn? I'm you're saying like, it like Sam bar. Elliott. Okay, but that's that's when that's when you you pay the piper. It's it's when you you don't respond to it or you just go, hey, you know what, dude? Like I'm a comedian. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to go back on that because it's it's a joke and like you get over it. People move on from that. I don't think there's ever been an earnest apology where people went, except for Kevin Spacey somehow, where people went like, I apologize. We're good. No, they're gonna they're gonna take your apology and they're gonna go. Yeah, you know what? You you should be drummed out of Hollywood or you should be drummed right. off the stage. You should never be able to perform again because you knew you were wrong. You did it, and everybody should be outraged. But really, what you should do is stick to your guns because look at this. Adam Carolla said a lot of crazy things in his day or things that were. He's never backed off and never fine. Bill Burr probably more than anyone. Yeah. Never ever ever apologize for anything and in fact goes out of his way to go i won't apologize and i'm not going to and this is, i'm a comedian is what i do yeah um and many like those guys are just two of the names off the top of my head i don't see nick um, DiPaolo apologizing nick DiPaolo is another, but though nick DiPaolo is you know, a different story though. yeah it's a, it's, it's a different story although he's not at that that echelon that they are right, right. I, I mean i think he is but when you but, apologize you basically go okay you guys may have been right and i'm not saying that you can't admit wrongdoing but if what you say, if you believe it and you explain it properly, or if you have to re-explain it, that's fine too. Yeah, but, but when but, you apologize, you go like, oh, you guys were right, and then you never get that ground back ever. And, and you know as well as I do, most times when people apologize, they're apologizing because they're on their heels and they feel they need to, and it's not genuine anyway. So like, you, you know, unless, like, when you say something wrong and you realize right in the moment you've done something wrong, you will you will immediately cry, oh, you took it wrong, that's not what I meant. But if it's something you meant... 
it's really hard to apologize because you instead of trying to apologize, you justify. You try to justify yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. It's not really an apology. It's like, well, listen, this is where I'm coming from, and this is my upbringing. So you got to understand, like, yeah. it's my perspective. It's different than apologizing, right? So, that's more of of a further explanation. Yeah, that's you just going like we could meet on common ground, right? We both we're both kind of right, and that's just not the case. So you said earlier. I just saw you tweet something about Norm and retweet and somebody was saying like, you know, it's bullshit that, you know, this, that about Norm. And you're like, Norm is funny. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea what this, what the controversy is. So I start looking at Twitter while you're on your way over here. Well, and I put saw, a pin in apologies. Cause I want to talk about apologies later too. If you uh, saw Serena Williams, I saw that somebody, what's her name? Kathy Griffin tweeted something about how, mm. you know, Netflix is yeah, angry because, uh, or she's angry because Netflix, wouldn't give her a show because at the time Chelsea Handler had a show and they were saying like, listen, there's already a female with a, a talk show that's kind of doing, you know, what you're talking about doing. So we have enough women on Netflix. And then she's saying there's a, a, a huge list of, of men that are doing uh, shows on Netflix and then they give Norm one. So how's that fair? And um, my response to that isn't as, it isn't as simplistic as saying like, you know, Kathy Griffin, you're not funny. My thing is, is Norm does something that no one else in the world does. So she um, seriously looks like something that's in like a horror <laughs> movie. Norm, Norm is so unique, you, and he's so polarizing. Like either you love him or you hate him, and I, I appreciate either side. Whatever, it's not even about that. I I'm just saying, like nobody does him. what Norm does. So when you go, well, you know, Norm is the same as Craig Kilborn, is the same as Jimmy Fallon, is the same as any what? other guy. I'm just saying, yeah. If that's your, if that's your stance. That's just ignorant. You're stupid. So I, I really can't even argue that. She's saying... You haven't watched him on YouTube for 42 hours like me, if that's she, the case. Well, she's saying like, well, hey, if they're saying that that I can't be on Netflix because Chelsea Handler's already on Netflix and, and hmm. they, they don't have any room for another female. Again, my answer is this, just the same with the Colin Kaepernick argument is you either are bankable or you're not bankable. And that's this is a business. You're not funny enough. To, to draw the flag. Well, they what they do is they look at your market share on stuff you've done before, and they watch and they go, okay, you were popular doing a reality show. Those day, The reality show days where that was really hitting is now over. When you've done this other things, the other things you do are not popular, and, and they, they don't They don't stray the, from controversy either. Like They put like Michelle yeah. Wolf on. They put like tons of crazy stuff on there. Yeah, so, so I, I just think that her argument holds no water and it's meritless. But but what, what is what the... she's saying because she's... she's Super not funny. What what is the argument? So what, the where did this all start? Apparently he was on Howard or something, or did that come later? On Tuesday, comedian Norm MacDonald spoke to Hollywood Reporter in defense of non-political comedy. In the process, he got very political. Basically, he touched on the Me Too movement. He said it was, uh, quotes, he said it was glad that it had slowed down a little. 
Uh, he said how deeply sorry he feels for people who face consequences after admitting wrongdoings in their actions and statements, specifically lamented the plights of his friends Louis C.K. and Roseanne Barr, uh, having gone through what they have, losing everything in a day. So basically, he made some comments about the Me Too thing. He was like, at first it was like, he said something, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of like, at first it was like, hey, all 100 women can't be wrong. And then it was like, well, a lot of women can't be wrong. And now it's like, well, one woman can't be wrong. So he's basically saying, like, it's 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 changing its motion. You know, it used to be like, listen, uh, they're all saying the same thing. Um, this has a little more validity. And now it's become, you know, I don't want to say witch hunt because that's been fished out. But he's saying it, he was kind of make, making that point of it's losing its cred a little bit when every time someone accuses someone of something, they're stripped of everything forever. That was kind of his point. So he made a few comments. Uh, like that. I didn't think anything was crazy. He said far, far more offensive and crazy things in the past. I thought it was nothing. But, uh, it, you know, today's a different story. So uh, the whole thing got so political, in fact, that The Tonight Show canceled McDonald's Tuesday night appearance, despite the fact that McDonald spent a good chunk of his interview trying to defend the host, Jimmy Fallon. McDonald was ostensibly promoting his Netflix upcoming series, which I've been waiting on. I just found out the other day on YouTube that it was coming. I've been refreshing my feet every day to find out when is a sucker coming out. Um, uh, it's a new show called Norm MacDonald Has a Show. He wanted to defend the idea that a show like Fallon's doesn't have to have a topical angle. Ever since John Stewart's late night hosts, ever since John Stewart, late night hosts have all been forced to become political pundits, uh, even down to Jimmy Fallon. He was basically referring to that uh, infamous time Fallon had then candidate Donald Trump on his show and ruffled his hair. He was saying, like, everything is topical, topical, topical. It's got to be political. And he was like, I don't really want to do that. Um, so, but they still, because of his Me Too comments, they said, Tonight Show said, out of sensitivity to our audience and in light of Norm MacDonald's comments in the press today, Tonight Show has decided to cancel his appearance on Tuesday's show. So I don't know if he was on and they cut it. Probably, right? I would think. Like, I don't know if he went there at all and they chopped it out or, or they just didn't have him on the show. I don't know how they tape, like, how many days in advance or, or how that works. But, but Jimmy Fallon was a cast member on SNL with him. That's his show. That's his boat. So I have to think, I don't know the ins and outs of how that works, but I have to think that if Jimmy wants him on the show, he's on the show. I don't think so. Or do you think, think so. if they say, hey, it's a bad idea? Well, or... I feel like that show, like, those shows are so powerful and, and, and driven by sponsors that, that you know you don't want to whatever die on that battlefield or, or the network. You know what I mean? Doesn't cause it's, they've shown that that you're replaceable. He's replaceable or, or his number. No, he's replaceable. So that, but it's not dude. If he has Norm McDonald, they're not going to fire him. If he has Norm, it's not, I don't even think it's up to him. I really don't. I think they probably put pressure and go, Hey, this is a bad idea to have him on. But if he goes, no, he's on the show. I'm having him on. I, see, you don't I, think he could put his foot down? I think. I think. I mean, if he said, "I'm walking off," if you don't, maybe yeah. I'm but, doing nothing but assuming. Yeah, but me I'm too. assuming that he would just cave and go. Okay, if you guys don't want him on, don't have him on. I just feel like outside of like Howard or like Steve Dahl, or like, you know, who does his own independent thing now. The, these people who work for other people, you know, as powerful as they are, beyond without them standing up and saying it's either both of us or none of us, I don't think that's happening. But my personal opinion, again, it's all speculative for both of us. But, um, Oh, here, here's another quote about the Me Too part. He said, the model used to be admit wrongdoing, show complete contrition, and then we'll give you a second chance, said McDonald. 
Now it's admit wrongdoing and you're finished. So the only way to survive is to deny, 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 and that's not healthy. It's not healthy that there's no forgiveness. No, I agree. Sounds like a logical take, right? Does, this, does that sound controversial to you? I, I think what's funny is, is okay, so he's talking about the Me Too thing, and then which I guess incorporates Louis, but it doesn't really incorporate what Roseanne did. But he's talking about these movements in general, and and I feel like well, he with, didn't defend their actions. He just said, no. "I feel sorry for these people because they've worked forever." For yeah, a he's saying these movements, whether it be Me Too or whatever, uh, where everybody's had has this this outrage machine pushes these celebrities out of Hollywood for for whatever one mistake that they made, according to him, you know, quote unquote one mistake and throwing everything away from one day to the next. Um. Again, I ask, is anybody really... If you don't want to watch Roseanne, why not just not watch it? Why would you demand that she be taken off television for the people that do want to watch her? Like, because again, I I, I get above and beyond the the surface. And I, I like, I look at Roseanne, the show when it came back. I loved Roseanne, the initial show when it was on. When it came back, I was like, man, it, it's trying to be everything to everyone i didn't catch any of it and i i just i didn't care for it either way but again i just stopped watching it like nothing roseanne could say would make me tell other people or or make it so other people can't enjoy roseanne that like her you know what i mean yeah like well, she's a comedian if so if they did like a popular vote to go okay who thinks roseanne should stay on the air it would probably be 50 50 i mean I, right I, the country would be like everything else it would just be split down the middle yeah i mean but i look at it and i go what's what's more vapid and and and, and wasteful to your mind than the kardashians or floribama shores or the jersey oh, shore God, or, you know what i mean yeah. so i go like how can you be offended by what roseanne says and does you know, you, you're not offended by by what all, all this other stuff that's going on. How about this? Just like they said way back in the day, just turn a channel, keep your kids from watching it. You know, uh, why have they not banned Grand Theft Auto? I mean, super offensive. You can shoot cops, you can kill hookers, you can do all kinds of stuff, but yet they make it T for teen or whatever. But, but you know, kids thing? are all playing it. I mean, yes, probably. Yeah. But but like, our anger is is. Is is for it's like it's going in the wrong? Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's it just petty. worry about you and yours. Don't worry about me and mine. That's where I go libertarian, and I go like, dude, don't worry about what I'm taking in. Don't worry about what's happening in my backyard. Worry about what's your happening. Yeah. In, as long as it doesn't infringe on your rights. So that's why I say like I'm not. I don't consider myself a Democrat or Republican. I'm definitely not a libertarian, but. I, I mean, I, I sway back I and forth on all these different more libertarian than, oh, for sure. Than, than some people, yeah, that are. But but how can anybody argue like like how do you why is it that okay for you to tell me what is okay for me to do and not do? Now there's things that are already against the law that we've agreed as a country or, you know, the majority have agreed and have become laws. Mm. There's a process for that that are illegal. You may not agree that marijuana should be illegal. You may think it should not be illegal. Whatever your stance is, currently, in some places it is, in some places it isn't. They're, yeah. they're, so, so go to the places where the things you like are legal. If they're not, don't get upset if you get arrested. Don't go, well, I, don't, I, I know I got arrested, but I still stand here and go, that shouldn't be illegal. It is, though. It is. It is, though. So, so like, we're, we're, we're arguing for the wrong stuff. If you, don't, if you think it shouldn't be legal... Or excuse me, if you think it shouldn't be illegal, I guess become a lobbyist or or go and and do, take some political action and get it changed. But it, but you should also say, but until it is changed, I still have to 
I still have to follow the law. Yeah, don't just tweet about it. Like, you can't just be like, hey, I think smoking weed should be legal and smoke weed. No, it's still illegal. So so change the way. Right, right. And, yeah. but, but while it's still illegal, don't do it. Like, you can't be like, well, I'm still going to do it because it's my... And then or don't expect to be, get be the consequences Be super for careful it. if you do. Right. And, <laughs> but I'm saying, don't, don't get mad that you were consequenced for behaving outside the law. Well, other stuff that was taken out of this is... Um... This is weird because here's the headline and here's what he says. Maybe I will start my own political podcast. Maybe you should. <laughs> Listen to how different this sounds. It says McDonald didn't realize American racism was a thing until Sasha Baron Cohen's new show. That's well, his that's his quote or tweet. Let me read you the quote and see if okay. it sounds like that's what he said. He says, I never really bought into this notion that everybody is racist because there was a black president, you know, McDonald said. But the Sasha Baron Cohen show has been a frightening eye opener. Um, that that's that's the entire quote. But I mean, his it, quote is it's sarcasm. Every, no, no, he's saying I didn't buy into the fact that everybody is a racist until I saw that show, which it paints everyone as a racist. I, a text is hard to tell if it's sarcastic or but, not. But, but even if he's one hundred percent factual, I mean, no, no, it isn't hard to tell because you know enough about Norm to read it in his voice, not as Norm. Yeah. But you know what I mean. In, oh in, in my the, God, a black president! You know, you know. So what I'm saying is, is he is sarcastic. I bought into the. The the notion, yeah, go ahead. it's satirical. Yeah. So so to me, it's not even a, like for anybody to read that as in any other way. It's like you you clearly are missing the point about. Then when I say he's a unique individual, like you, you remember I the can't one say roast. You're wrong. I really don't know. You remember when he I would, was, I, if you said he was sarcastic, if I saw it, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But if you also said he wasn't, I'd go, yeah, because he's saying. I don't think everyone's a racist, but then maybe he watched the video. Maybe he watched the dude's show and was like, oh, maybe it's a little worse than I thought. But it still doesn't mean. Yeah, but he's going like, whoa, I watched a show and I was like, whoa, I'm blown away here. Maybe he is. I don't know, dude. It's but he, but he, paper. He, but I mean, might be because right. you know enough about him. I mean, you, you can't assume. You don't assume that he's. The only he's, thing I don't assume is that he didn't think racism was a thing because that's not right, what he said. Right. Well, so that headline is crazy. The, my, How dare my, they do this to Norm? After the, after the he gave the world the moth joke. <laughs> does does anyone really care what Norm thinks? Really, yeah, me. come on, I do. I, I, I mean, when I know I wanna, you think when I want to laugh. But what I'm saying is, is like, does anybody care what Norm thinks? Does anybody really? Does it change anything? No. So he said these comments, which I get why people wouldn't like them. Sure, I don't get why they're a real big deal though. So he said this, and uh, Hollywood Reporter says Norm Macdonald and Louis C.K. and Roseanne Barr. These are very few people. Uh, there are very few people that have gone through what they have losing. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. There are very few people that have gone through what they have losing everything in a day. Of course, people will go, what about the victims? But you know what? The victims didn't have to go through that. So Kathy Griffin says, I can't get a Netflix special because I once had the audacity to share that a Netflix executive told me that because they had Chelsea Handler, they didn't need other women. Dot, dot, dot. Meanwhile, Norm Macdonald has a Netflix talk show. More dots. Double standard? I think so. Dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah, also Norm Macdonald's super funny and you're not. Okay, and again, that's completely your opinion and I believe your opinion to be correct. But the, the other part about that mm, is... I is bet like, there's science to back it up. So her reality show that she had on whatever E or whatever... Is, My was Life the same, on the D-List? W- ...was the same as what Chelsea Handler was doing. So... I think that she's taking one thing that they told her and, well, no, and making Chelsea it. No, Chelsea didn't have a reality show. She had, yeah, like, she a, she had like a panel show. No, 
she had that at Chelsea lately, but her Netflix show was more like my life on the D list. It was her following her and her friends around doing different stuff. Like they went and did ayahuasca and they went and did that was the Netflix one or the one before the panel. No, that was the Netflix one that came after after Chelsea. the panel. Oh yeah. yeah. Where they got like, go to dinner. Yeah. And there's smoke and weed ca- and they would like casually talk about topics as they yeah. had dinner. Okay. Yeah. 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 And right. and then it would mix that in with like them going out and doing stuff. Oh, okay, so, it's, yeah. so that's pretty much the same thing as my life on the D list. Yeah. So my thing is, is like, okay, well maybe you need to, you needed to pitch your show a little better because if they said, well, we already have Chelsea, help. Maybe Chelsea lately to... or Chelsea Hanner, then you should go. Yeah. But I know you have her, but, but I'm going to be doing something completely different. Maybe we need to sit down again and, and we need to f- figure out maybe you, you didn't hear me right. This is what I'm, because if it was such a great no. idea, again, I can't say there's no way that they would pass up this, this monumental idea that you had that was so great. You know, just because they already had another woman. That's that's this is ridiculous. Right. Also, American Horror Story is a very popular show and she looks like an American <laughs> horror story. So like maybe if she was on that show, that look that they got a spot for you. Mm-hmm. They're like crazy ass person we can't tell if they're what they are or how old they are. Um, in the closet. You know, I, going boo. I, 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 <laughs> I'm just not outraged. I'm outraged no. about a lot of stuff. I'm outraged that my neighbor, you know, does this or or uh, my wife does that. But but I'm clearly and definitely not. I have. I just don't. It doesn't register. At Dude, all. I'm outraged that register. there's a band called the Unprofessionals. This is it was close to home, so this may be bad for me. There's a band called the Unprofessionals. They're a local band around here. I don't like to speak ill of local cover bands. And I, I and I don't really. <laughs> I don't know this one, but. Well, because everyone's trying to do their thing. Mm-hmm. I get it. Except here's why I'm able to speak ill, and I do it tongue-in-cheek. But the Unprofessionals is a local band, and they are all doctors, is what I'm told. Maybe dentists, maybe doctors, but they're all the doctors of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get to be a doctor and in a band, too, at the same time. One dude can do it, Doc, that plays bass with us sometimes. That guy's awesome. But he's, for one, he's the exception that makes the rule. Two, there's not a whole band of Docs. Mm-hmm. I found out that there's a there's a plastic surgeon who's who you know does all kinds of boobies in town or whatever. Great, good for him, good for them, good for boobies, good for guys that love boobies. But I feel like if you get to do that, you don't also get to be like rock star or like. I just I don't I think that the range is too much. I think it throws off the equilibrium of the world if that's a real term. I think it's, it's like a real life Fonz. Not only that, but I just don't... Here's my problem with it, especially for a plastic surgeon. You don't get to see everybody's wife's boobies and then... Watch them shake their boobies at your show. And then later on have those boobies flashed at you. Yeah. Like, how many times are you going to get to see everybody's wife naked is my... My thing. I mean, you make a great point. It's a really good point, right? That's like How do you the, argue that? That's the doctor's a urologist, clad. and he's snipped every, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, <laughs> yeah. around town. And then you, you know, you you happen to show up at uh, at uh, Wild Rose for for their show, and and then well, then he works it, and then maybe like uh, he works. What was that restaurant that was like Hooters, but for dudes? I it was always like forget. Like you eat wings while everyone's like other dog out, right? <laughs> Whatever. Tallywhackers. Yeah, there it is. No, but I just heard about somebody was like, oh yeah, the unprofessionals. Like they're, oh yeah, I want to go check them out. And I was like, I don't care how good they are, I'm out. I thought you were gonna you were railing against horrible band names because no, um, that's a dime I t- a dozen. I texted you a picture 
uh, or sent you a picture months ago when I was at uh, a bar in the bathroom, there was like a, like one of these advertisements with like, you know, the next month or two of all these bands that were going to be performing at that bar. And I was like, man, not, as you would say, nary a good name. Nary a good. Not, not nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I like the Marilyn Manson approach where you take something beautiful and something awful. Yeah. Like Abortion Sunrise. Like that would be a good name. I feel like um fetal cocktail. It's got to it's got to start somewhere, man. And if, if you if you don't have a good band name, uh I mean, that's rough right off the bat because oh, remember like, like like Hoobastank? Like it doesn't matter how good you are, dude. Hoobastank? Yeah. You ain't coming back from that. Like that's like you're challenging the world. Like I bet you won't hate us. Yeah, no. And then they right played the that. reason everybody sung along anyway. That was it. It was one and done. Mm, yeah, like three. But well, for you who was a That's deep cut Hoobastank guy, yeah. But, right. Yeah, I got uh, all the B sides. I, I just feel like um, you should sit around. There's there's no agency when you're starting a band to get your name together. It's almost like uh, your name should come naturally. You know what I mean? Like if it maybe, doesn't feel good to you, everyone else is going to hate it. Yeah, I mean, I know like. Being, I've been in a lot of bands, and or I had started a bunch of bands, and and one guy left, and we're like, we need to call it something else, and so we've had a lot of names over the years, or we had a lot of names over the years. Um, none of them were very good, but the fact is, is we always started out with like, hey, we can't even start playing until we have a band name, and that's always a trap. It's always bad, you know. It's like, yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to be able to know what we're gonna call ourselves before we can decide what kind of music we're playing. To you know what I mean? Because it's got to be in that genre, and there, there's just a lot of rules when it comes to making up band names. But I, I just feel like there's not a lot of strong ones on no. the local scene for sure. Band names are a lot like stories about your kid. Like you better love that story mm-hmm. for me to kind of like it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like if it's an okay story about your kid, I'm hearing it and it's a terrible story. Well, I always I've like gone, it loses a lot of points just just from being out in the. I've evening. gone on other podcasts and talked about how I don't like the name of this podcast, but unfortunately, when it, when it started, it was it was yeah. poignant and it meant something. And now I'm like I'm stuck with it forever. Ooh, I just realized this might be a conversation about bad names. And we're like, hey, my man. every time they say, what's it called? Hey, my man. So it's so you're like one of them gay. But it's podcasts. not. It's called Hey, my man. That's yeah. that's really how it's supposed to be. I but you know whatever. Back to doctors. Yeah, you already get paid very well, mm-hmm. and get to see a lot of naked women. Um, depending on what you practice. How much do you need, bro? How much do you want? You already got the money. You get to see a lot of naked women. You still, you still. Oh, and they get to look up to you because you improve them. So, you still need to. To to croon to them, you still need to sing them the reason by Hoobastank. If dude, if a plastic surgeon jumps on the bar and sings the reason by Hoobastank, ah, uh, I mean, he, I don't know. I don't. What just, if he's I a just handsome? Don't, I don't believe if that happens. Well. I don't believe in art anymore. If he's oh, if he's handsome too, that makes it way. Of course, it makes it well, worse. It makes everything. When worse. you say you don't believe in art, I mean, they're a cover band. So it's not like they're they're creating any art. They're playing other. Once people's you art. bastardize something so far. The original concept is uh, the the waters have been so muddied. I guess I mean even at work they're taking something that God created and, and make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're 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 uh, they're altering the melodies. <laughs> maybe maybe what they do to the boobs that God created, they're also gonna do that to like it's like I thought I uh, I thought I didn't like living on a prayer, right? <laughs> but 
but wait till you hear them do it. Right. Like they're gonna they're gonna improve they're gonna improve they can make Avril Lavigne songs sound like I mean you just would never believe. Avril Lavigne did Fuel by Metallica, remember? It was super Oh, did she? Yeah. At that one it was like a award oh, ceremony for Metallica. She was on Jimmy Fallon like today or something. Really? Really recently. I didn't even know she was still a thing. Just saw it on Twitter. She's an angel. She came back. She's all blonde and like I don't oh, know. That's nice. Yeah, good for her. Speaking doesn't matter. No more Jimmy Fallon. I'm boycotting it. Speaking uh, of Jimmy Fallon, uh, a couple last week or the week before, I'm, I've lost time, but I went to the uh, Laugh Local event. Another event that you you uh, I now I I did I did tell you about it, but you had uh, you had other plans or you were unavailable you just due to work. I think and, you gave me busy. two days. Two yeah, days yeah. That was just ample, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, so I, I, I would went. Love to. I went to the um, local two one nine office where they put on this laugh local. Uh, it was like a 30, 30 seater sold out. Um, it was just nice. just big enough to. I mean, their setup was in their office is super cool. They were able to alter it to appear to be a, uh, a comedy club, or to not to appear to be, but it became a comedy club. They have that brick wall in the background, and they. Sound system was great. They had a sound guy in there working, uh, making sure everything was good to go. And um, they had one of the uh, the members of their staff, uh, Shannon. She was like the MC. And then they had like I think five, maybe five comedians, four or five, including That's awesome, her, man. go up there and do their thing. And and I'll say this: um, for people that say like, "Oh, I like comedy," you you shouldn't you you can't you shouldn't be able to get enough of it. Like, so there's been at Goodfellas in Cedar Lake. I think every Wednesday night they have live comedy. Oh, that's right. Laugh local is going to be doing their thing. And, um, sometimes you'll, you'll go and it'll be like super cringeworthy. Like it'll be a guy that's like his second time getting up there and it's, it's rough. It's It's rough. It's still great. Right. Um, you know, and I had told, it's funny because when we were going to this Laugh Local, I, because I knew there was only 30 seats in there. I was like, man, I got to sit in the back because I don't want to be trapped in the front row where the Ooh. guy's doing crowd work and it's just like, it's like third or fourth time. Yeah, what do you do, buddy? And it's because sometimes when, when you're, they're dying on stage, when a comedian's dying on stage and you, it's only, like I said, like a super small venue, I've been to, to all kinds of uh, comedy clubs, uh, ones that have, have hosted big people. And I've seen smaller, you know, less seasoned comedians there, and I've watched them die on stage. And, and is <laughs> there's nothing so like hard it. To watch. There's nothing like <laughs> no, it. No, no. But I will say the Laugh Local event. Everybody had a couple years at least under their belt, and nobody. There were a couple jokes that missed, I think, but but nobody was booed, and nobody was. There was no dead silence. There was no crickets. No nothing. So it went pretty. Smooth. I could never boo a comedian, no matter what, ever. <laughs> No some matter what, dude. Some people can. It's 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 ridiculous. If they were making but... like dead dad jokes and didn't even know me, and they were like talking about my dad, I'd still be like, oh, I don't care for that joke. I would never boo. Uh, so never. In my opinion, their first event went off without a hitch. Like I said, everybody was was at least moderately funny. That's and, so cool. Uh, man. Um, I think it was a, it was an awesome event. So I'm I'm looking. I would tell anybody jump on the opportunity to uh, check out whenever they have any event, because everything they've done so far has been really awesome. How can they find that out? Just go to I think, Local 2 Yeah, just follow them on all platforms, their Facebook page and their Twitter and their whatever, you know, uh, their yeah. Instagram. They, they advertise all over the place, so you shouldn't be able to miss it, or you should not miss it. Shannon Roston is the uh, the 
the staff member that hosted it. She's a comedian, and so I think if you follow her Instagram or you find her on Facebook or mm-hmm. one of the, you know, uh, that's uh, she'll put out the information in regards to uh, you know whenever their next event's going to be. But in the meantime, you can go to uh, Goodfellas in Cedar Lake. Rodney Lumpkins is the guy who runs that. It's every Let's Wednesday. Let's do it next week, dude. All right. Let's do it. It's been a while since I've been up there, but uh, we used to go pretty regularly. And, and uh, nine times out of ten, it's a, it's a pretty it, – I mean, it's something different to do, and it's it's a, it's a decent enough time. I am off next Wednesday. I say we do it. Okay. Let's try, unless something else crazy That's the is goal. happening. That's the Oh, while we're plugging local stuff, I usually leave the coffee-related stuff to you guys to plug, but I was going to say just for shits and giggles – I was at, I was telling Dave earlier, I was at Grindhouse today. I had time to kill, and I said, like, I, I used to drink coffee, you know, at home or drive through whatever. And I was like, well, while I'm at Grindhouse, like, let me get, like, the fanciest version of a coffee I can get. And I got Smuggler's Coffee Rampage, barrel-aged mm-hmm. something, barrel-aged something or other. Uh, and I got it pour-over style, which, what does that mean, you said? So they have, like a like, a specific cup. And then they put the filter in there, and they put the grounds in there, and then they evenly pour it over, over the, uh, you know, the grounds. And that's and better it, like, than a machine just through. like squirting it into the somehow, some way, yeah. Somehow it's more delicately done. Well, dude, I was, I'm not gonna want my coffee too much anymore because we do that enough. But I was like, this is easily far and away the best cup of coffee I'd ever had. It was like four dollars, but it was worth every penny. It was so good, and it was at like it wasn't. Usually, coffee's too hot to drink when you first get it. Not it, mine. I keep mine at 112 degrees. I should have asked them. I should have been like, hey, do that gun. Shoot it in there because. I don't know that they do that. I just, I have well, my own. <laughs> but, but like when it came to, as soon as it came to the table, I was able to drink it right away. And whatever it was at, that's my temp. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to get another cup and be like, hey, quick, quick, quick. How hot is this? <laughs> and find out. Because, yeah, no, it was, uh, man, dude, I drank it like it was orange juice. It was like the best freaking cup of coffee I've ever and had. And so, that was the Smuggler's Barrel Age smug- Rampage. Yeah. At Grindhouse. And no, I didn't see Gabe. I still he just still doesn't know I exist. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be that weird guy like everybody else will know him and they'll be like, Who's that? And I'll be like, No, nah, don't talk to that dude, he's mysterious. I mean, I yes, maybe that's what they'll say. Well, don't talk to him, they'll go why? And they'll go, I don't know, go with mysterious or something else. Or because he's a creeper. Oh dude. Um thought I lost another cat today. Did you ever? People are asking what happened to your other cat. I keep forgetting uh, to ask you. For sure. I'm pretty sure my you last. You cleared out everything out of your house. So was your cat in there? My aunt, no, no. I moved houses and I never found that cat. And my aunt made me feel better because she goes, you know, a lot of times when they get sick, they go somewhere to die. So I felt better. But I, dude, I still looked in my yard and I looked behind the garage. Like if I've had cats that went somewhere to die before, and what they went somewhere means like behind the garage, mm-hmm. not like they packed their bags and went right. to Albuquerque. No, um, never found my cat lizard. I almost thought I lost Tadahito Aguchi starting second baseman for the 2005 World Series champion Chicago White Sox. I almost thought I lost him today because, dude, there was like, I won't go into, I, I installed security cameras, right, in my new house. And when the motion. So you moved to a nicer neighborhood and then installed security cameras. Weird, right? It's super weird. I did, but it's true. I did. I'm like, we're in a nice neighborhood. I was like, welcome to have you. And I'm like, let me put up these cameras. I don't trust any of you guys. But my, my camera goes off 20 times a night because there's these little cats I don't recognize and they walk around and I see them. Well, I guess Gooch got into it with one of them and Allie like ran outside. My wife ran outside because she was like, oh my God, like you hear that commotion? I had headphones and I didn't hear it. <laughs> but I went outside. I guess the cat got in a tussle. 
And then I didn't see him for a bit. And he was doing this weird thing with his mouth. He was acting real squirrely. His mouth looked a little crazy. And that was that was that was last night. And so I was like, man, I should take him to the vet, dude. Because I don't know what's up. Like he might have got scratched and infected or something. Dude, 24 hours went by and I did not see this cat. And I was like, oh no. I'm looking in every closet. I'm looking under. Wait, so you took him to the vet? No, I didn't. I said oh. I need to. Oh. I did not. Because you um, couldn't find him. So you saw that something was crazy saw, with his he mouth. He looked and crazy, he... but it was at nighttime. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, in the morning, I'll take him. You know what I mean? And like, he was I, in the house at that point. He was in the house. And okay. I said, he's not going to die overnight. He's like, something's wrong with him. But he's, and if he does, he's a cat. Dude, I, when I found this cat, he was hanging out in like a stockyard, like sitting on tires, eating garbage. Like this cat's <laughs> indestructible, dude. He's not like my, he's not like lizard. So Gooch has been through everything. So I was like, he's fine. Um... I'll take him in the morning. When the morning comes, I can't find him. All day, I'm looking in closets. I'm looking outside in the yard. Mo- I even put the alarm, the cameras on. They're not going off with with Gooch. Can't find him. Um, and I thought he was a, a goner. And he, I was even kind of like prepping my my daughter. I was like, well, he's pretty sick, you know, because my Lucy loves the Gooch, like loves him. So I was like, yeah, he's pretty sick, and uh, I just haven't seen him in a while. Like, uh, like, uh, ooh, what kind of new cat do you want to get when we get a new one? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just like prepping her. Well, my wife somehow, did, she did a trick where she took like a, a can and started scraping it with a fork, making these noises like, hey, I got cat food. He came out of nowhere, so he, he survived. He, he wasn't still in the house? He was, he, I guess. I don't know. She found him in the house, but he looked all crazy. His mouth or something coming out of his mouth. He looked all nuts and he smelled terrible. So it was a terrible story, but he smelled terrible. So I had to pin him down. So my wife washed him like with a washcloth. Here's where it gets really weird. He's got ear mites, right? I don't know if you know anything about cats and ear mites. Welcome to the neighborhood. But Yeah, but uh, yeah, my neighbors are going to love that. But he's got these ear mites, so you're supposed to put oil or something in their ear and rub it around, and it's natural. I guess like, even vegetable oil will do. Oil in there makes the mites come out. I guess that's supposed to help. I leave that to my wife to do. She's like, hey, where's that organic vegetable, organic olive oil? She's looking everywhere. She can't find it. No, but she's looking everywhere for organic oil, right? Can't find it. And she says, hang on, hang on. I'll be right back. She leaves, comes back. She put lube in my cat's ear, dude. What do you mean? I mean, she put lube in my cat's ear hole. What and kind of lube? The good kind of lube. Like, I'm not, not Astro Glide, but I go, dude, you can't pour lube in my cat's ear, right? She says, no, 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 this stuff's good. It's First of all, I didn't even know this stuff existed. So that was that was that was a trip. She's like, no, this is like all natural. There's no unnatural ingredients. And I was like, what, dude? Like, then why aren't why don't where we does just... this exist in nature? Well, I was like, why don't we just use olive oil then? You know, but no, but she. So she, this poor cat has been through a rough 48 hours, and now I'm pinning him down while she's pouring lube in his ear and scrubbing it in there. Um, so I guess we don't need a vet now because we pretty much know what we're doing. Mm. Like we got that. We got that locked away. So if you ever have a problem with your ears, just know that, you know, like uh, Astroglide or anything will work just fine. Just dump that in there. I mean, have you seen them since that happened? Since you This was right before I left to come oh, here. Oh, okay. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll check back in with you next week or whenever I remember to ask yeah. you about your dumb cat. All I know is if, <laughs> is if I look at that motion camera and I see some Tomcat's got, got Gooch like mounted and he's just going to town on his ear hole, I'll be mm. like, well, that, that serves every one of us right. Did it smell or heat up when you touch it? Uh, I don't think if it's all natural, it can. Oh, okay. I don't right. think. I don't know. It wasn't like some like strawberry flavored, some crazy. 
Yeah. You know, if she pulls out any more toys and is like, "Hey, this is just for the cat," then I'm just out. I'm out of. I'm out. Of, I'm out of everything. That's episode 188 of the Hammerman hey Podcast. We will see you next time. Later.